Good morning and welcome to Morning in the Mountains on Mountain Fun Life. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Kira Cup. Well, hello, Kira Cup. Well, hello, Frank Murphy. We're still doing the, uh, the distance thing, but we're in the same yeah. room. Don't yeah. tell anyone. Don't tell the CDC that we're actually right there in the same room from each other. But, but this is definitely more than six feet away. Oh, yeah. We've absolutely figured that out. There's no question. Yeah. No question in my mind that we've got that figured out. Mm -hmm. So uh, today is Easter Thursday. What? Today, Kira, what is today's date? April 16th? Yes, April 16th. Today, April 16th, 2020, is Easter Thursday. Since when is that a thing? Well, since probably, um, I don't know, 1,500 years, 2,000 years-ish, the... Um, I thought there was just like Good Friday and all that. Well, this is why I bring it up. I'm, I'm going to teach you something. Okay, I'm listening. All right. <laughs> the... <laughs> Easter is so big in the Christian universe mm -hmm. that it lasts for eight days, the octave of Easter. So it starts on Easter Sunday, and then you get Easter Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all the way up to Easter Saturday before you roll back around again on the following Sunday, which actually is the end of Easter, and then you move into the, the after See, Easter I've season. I've been a Christian my whole life, and I've never known that. Yeah. Well, this is churchy stuff. You know, you got to, um, uh, it, it's part of the way of the whole celebration. Like, why is Lent 40 days? Why mm -hmm. is Christmas tide actually also goes 40 days? It goes all the way yeah. up to, I talked about that. Remember? Yeah, you're all, one of those people who celebrates Christmas after Christmas. Because it's, it doesn't start, Christmas doesn't start until December 25th. And then rolls for, well, I'm talking about in <laughs> theologically speaking. Okay. In an actual, you know, if you actually were to, to think about from a religious aspect, mm -hmm. is what I'm talking about. It would start, you can't have Christmas until the celebration of Jesus' birth, right? Okay. Well, the same thing with Easter. You can't celebrate Easter until Easter Sunday. That's when it starts. And it's so huge that it, it lasts all the way through, um, well, Ascension Thursday, technically through the Pentecost, so 50 days. That's what Pentecost means. You ever heard of Pentecost? Mm hmm. Well, penta means 50. 50. Like Pentagon is five, you know? Yes. So Pentecost, it mean, the word literally means it's 50 days after Easter. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so cool. now we're only a few handful of days after Easter. So this yeah. whole week, it's today's Easter, Easter Thursday. Well, how did you celebrate Easter on Easter Sunday? It was so weird. It was weird. Because my wife and I, my wife is a, a choir singer, church choir singer. Mm -hmm. So normally for us, Holy Week is very involved. You know, she'll sing on the Tuesday of Holy Week at the Chrism Mass, which is where they bless all the oils for all the churches in the diocese. And uh, the priests renew their, their pledge of allegiance, if you will, their vows. Okay. Then on Wednesday of Holy Week, there's usually would be a rehearsal. And then a week ago would have been Holy Thursday or Maundy Thursday. And there's a big Mass with the washing of the feet. And the, it's called the Mass of the Lord's Supper. And that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. So she'd sing at that one and they'd have... Uh, she always would sing this song called Stay With Me, Remain Here With Me, uh, keep, Stay and Keep Watch, a very beautiful piece. And then, uh, of course, Good Friday. We all know Good Friday. There's a lot of songs about the wood of the cross. And then on Holy Saturday, there would be, the in the Catholic world anyway, the biggest mass of the year is that night. Once it gets dark on Saturday night, they light a fire outside the church, and that's the Easter fire. And from that, you light all the candles, and you gradually light up the church. And it takes three hours usually for this service. That sounds like a really cool service. Oh, it's amazing. Do you it's, actually use real candles? Yeah. 
They have everyone in the, the lights are off in the church, and they pass the, they call it the light of Christ. They pass it from candle to candle to candle until the church is illuminated by candlelight. That's amazing. Well, that sounds like a really fun thing to do for Easter and really traditional and everything. And then on Easter Sunday, you know, we should sing again, but we don't, you know, we'd kind of hang out a little bit. So this right. year we're watching YouTube. We watched the Easter Vigil on, on YouTube, and then the next day we were so lonely, I guess, we watched two Easter services Aww. on YouTube on Easter Sunday morning. You poor thing. Yeah. Well, my church actually had a, a church service in the parking lot, which was kind of cool. And I, just, what, I see yeah, a picture here. Yeah, I've got a here. photo right here. Hannah, are the cars cool. socially distanced? Is that what I'm seeing? They are. <laughs> we were uh, spaced one space apart from each other. And why is that? Because you're in cars. You could have parked next to each other, right? Yes. Well, we all had our windows rolled down, so I guess it was just safer. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. If the windows yes. are rolled down, that totally makes sense. But it did start pouring rain, so we had to roll up our windows, and we couldn't hear anything. <laughs> well, all right, let me ask you this. I've seen um, that some churches had like a radio transmission. You could tune in like a drive-in movie theater. You would tune into a certain radio, well, low-power FM, and, and hear We're the... a pretty small church. So uh, what we did was they had a Facebook Live going, and we just tuned in on that. There you on go. Phones. Well, that's clever. Mm-hmm. Is that like that? And you didn't get a ticket. A ticket. <laughs> They're in, not in Tennessee. We're in Tennessee, <laughs> and there's no problems here in Tennessee. But um, other parts of the country, I think it was, help me out with this if you know in the comments, because I've gotten comments so far from Stephen Calder and Doreen Orist. I think it was mm, Mississippi and um, maybe Kentucky, mm -hmm. were handing out tickets to people who went to church on Easter Sunday because of, of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Now, I, and one of them was, I thought, was silly because there was, it was a drive-in service like you've got. Wait, what kind of tickets are you talking about? Like, like a $500 citation oh, or, from a, a or maybe, a, maybe a $50 citation. Okay, I thought you meant like the church was giving out like raffle tickets. That would be good. No, no, this was... <laughs> <laughs> in one place, they were taking down license numbers wow. of people so they could contact them and say, you might, uh, you need to be in quarantine now for two weeks because you went out in public. But you could still go to Walmart. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Well, if you're it's, safe in your car. It's, well, it's hypocritical, in my opinion, that if you can, yeah. you know, if you're going to say that you can't go to A, whatever it is, let's suppose thing A is church, mm -hmm. thing A is a movie theater, thing A, what does it matter? If you can't do this, then you shouldn't also be able to do that, which is the same thing. So if they're right. going to say, you, and this is not happening in Tennessee, if, if you can't have a church parking lot service, well, then you certainly shouldn't be able to park so close together at Kroger, Walmart, mm -hmm. Publix, Food City. No, you know. I completely agree with you. It doesn't that's all. Make any sense. As long as you apply the same dictum, edict rather, that's a crossword puzzle word, today's crossword, <laughs> edict. As long as you apply, this, apply the same edict equally, then no big deal. Right. Now, yeah. I saw something going around on Facebook today where uh, it said the coronavirus makes it to where uh, masks, like you should use masks, but you also shouldn't use masks because they're not effective. <laughs> then you should use gloves, but you also shouldn't use gloves because they don't work. <laughs> and it's just funny because everything contradicted each other. And well, it's actually true. <laughs> that is true because the gloves give you could give you a false sense of security if you mm -hmm. forget what you're doing. Like you've probably seen some of the pictures online of the guy who is trying to use his phone. So he takes his rubber glove and pulls it off with his teeth. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then he does phone and then he puts the glove back on. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. But you get a false sense of security that the glove is somehow going to protect you, whereas the outside of the glove is what's picking up the germs. Absolutely. Or if you go out to the gas station, you've got gloves on and you touch the pump and everything. And you then, then, then you have to immediately your... dispose of the gloves, you know, before. Yes, doing but like the next a lot thing. of people have been keeping the gloves on. I've seen them. They, they're driving yeah. with the gloves on and they take them off and put their hands back on the steering wheel. Yeah, then wheel. you bring in the dirt into your car. Yeah. So in reality, it's probably better just to wash your hands mm -hmm. and some of the, the gas station I went to in Sevierville last Thursday I'll go again today had some of the foamy stuff hand wash disinfectant um, I just on the, it's been there the whole time right it's not new they've always had it just no one's ever thought to use it until mm -hmm. coronavirus I've been using the little paper towels that they have for your windshield yeah to clean it off and I've just been taking that off and then touching everything with the paper towel and then throwing it away that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, Dave tells us that it was Greenville, Mississippi, is the church I was trying to remember oh, yes. that had the issue with, I think they were the ones who got mad at people for doing exactly what you did at your small church. There was a drive-in wow. service in the parking lot. See, I see nothing wrong with what I did because I didn't come into contact with anybody there, stayed in my car. No, it's, I agree. I think this is a good answer. I think mm -hmm. as we go forward, what your church did is, is setting a good example for what other churches are going to have to do in the future because yes. like i said i'm sitting at home watching church on youtube what's the difference what wouldn't it be better in fact there's one of the catholic churches i wish i could tell you i just saw on facebook this morning what some catholic church in america is going to is the first one to start having services but they're doing it in the parking lot mm -hmm. they're going to have a parking lot service just like you talked about where everybody can hear it but you have to be able to, you'll be fully participating in the Mass because the priest is there in the parking lot with you. You can see him I, I, and respond I like and do all the prayers and things. And going out of your house like this, I know it's dangerous and everything, but also to some people, you need to be able to get out of your house. Some people can't handle staying inside, being alone. There's a lot of people who live alone who are really struggling right now because they are so isolated. Yeah. So just going into a parking lot and seeing other people means a lot. Well, I was able to FaceTime with my mom pretty much for the first time on Sunday, not because of her, but because my sister went over to visit. That's so my cool. sister and her family, they had on their bandanas <laughs> around their face, <laughs> their, their Easter bandanas, and they stayed out of the back deck of my mother's house. Mm -hmm. And I, my mom is, is now through the, the sliding glass door, but they've got the door open enough so she can talk through the screen and everyone's staying back. And my sister's got her FaceTime going and then points it at mom so I can talk to mom. That's cool. On the FaceTime. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, you, you let me hear your mom's voice recently. You sent me a voicemail that she had left. Yeah. And you're right, her voice is amazing. Can you do a New York voice? Frank. <laughs> this is mom. <laughs> so I'm watching her, she says, oh, hello, Frank. I'm here, I'm on, I'm on uh, Catherine's phone. Oh, uh, and we're talking a little bit. I said, so you got to be careful. No one can get near you. Yeah, I know. I'm pushing 90. I said, Mom, you're still pushing 85. Don't jump the gun. <laughs> oh, I guess you're right. I'm pushing 85. <laughs> she sounds like a wonderful woman. She's a character. She's a real character. Uh, thank you so much for all the comments this morning. Uh, loving all the, uh, the good morning comments from Julie Gibson and uh, Doreen Orest. I think I'm trying to pop through as many as I can if I I didn't moisturize my hands before I came to work this morning. How dare you? I know. Um, but that was, uh, so Easter weekend was unusual, by certainly. Uh, and then I felt weird. I didn't want to watch Tiger King 
um, or Ozark on Easter Sunday. I've been binge watching those shows, mm-hmm. and there's still one new episode of Tiger King that came out. I guess on Easter Sunday. I couldn't. I didn't bring myself to watch it. I watched it. I couldn't do it on Easter. I'll watch it tonight. Okay. But I couldn't do it on Easter Sunday, and the um, instead I watched uh, the Jesus Christ Superstar production mm-hmm. that was on NBC on Sunday night. How was that? Well, I saw it two years ago when it was on with John Legend, and I actually liked it better the second time. Really? Well, the first time, you're like, oh, they're doing it differently. Oh, the, the Alice Cooper as King Herod doesn't sound the same as the one I remember from the movie or the, the old album. Or, oh, he's doing... But then you really... But you get past all of that. I've watched enough mm-hmm. different productions now that I'm like, oh, that was really good. Yeah, that was an excellent production. So um, that's what... We can talk more about... Um, binge-watching shows later today. Okay. But I also know that since you and I saw each other last, I follow you on the Instagram. I don't know if you told you that. You do follow. I follow you too, Frank. <laughs> I, I see your notifications that you like my pictures sometimes. Because I, I got to tell you that um, other than this coming here on Thursdays, I have had no motivation to post anything on Facebook or anywhere. Yeah, I've kind of felt like that too. But I, just then... can't get my, I just can't get my gumption up to do it. Well, a photographer actually reached out to me recently, and she wanted to do a photo shoot with me at a safe distance, of course. And well, that's so, what telephoto lenses are for, Kira. Yes. Well, it's like, it's like the uh, in the movie in the League of Her Own. You know, <laughs> the yeah. further away you get, the better you look. <laughs> actually, yes, you're right. Because with cameras oh, these come days, on. no, like some of these cameras, the lenses show every single imperfection. Yeah. Yes, I'm well aware of every imperfection I've got because of these lenses. Now, I remember when we sat next to each other to do this show, you would look fine. You, you can get the camera as close as you want. But what did you do instead? What kind of eyesight do you have? I, um, <laughs> it's not great. It's not perfect. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so tell me about your, is it, let me show, let me see the pictures. Okay. Let me see. Well, this photo shoot we did at a park that was still open, and it was a really beautiful day. There's hardly anybody there, and usually that park is crowded with people. Yeah, of course. So yes. uh, in Tennessee? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the photographer's from California. Yeah. And she That's was... a really long telephoto lens then. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was, in te- she was visiting. Yeah, she was visiting, <laughs> and uh, she hasn't been able to go out and do anything or see anybody, so... She wanted to just do a photo shoot just so she can feel normal, and she wanted to do a California-inspired shoot. So that's why we went with this Coachella kind of vibe. Well, how is a fur coat California? It was faux fur. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and I had glitter on my face. Really? Like, oh, really? Yeah. a weird hairdo. Mm-hmm. Now, see, all right, when you commented on, on Instagram, all you did was point out, you see, you're too self-conscious. These are I beautiful am. pictures. <laughs> And she did a fine job. But what do you point out on your Instagram is like, oh, look at my roots. Like, okay, well, seriously. If you hadn't mentioned the roots, I wouldn't now, because I forgot that for a second. I saw this picture when you posted it the other day, and uh-huh. all I could look at was the roots. But now you're telling me about the fur. You're telling me about the California vibe and the glitter. So all of that catches my eye. I see the lipstick. I see the glasses. And I did not notice the roots until I thought, wait a minute, what was it she put? What was her thing? She said... About the root. Well, see, the reason why I put that is because I like to look at Instagram as some kind of photo album where I don't want to just post fake photos of myself all the time, pretending like everything's great all the time. Yeah. I want to post real things that I can look back on someday and remember what I was going through at that point in my life. 
So what were you going through this day? When you look at these pictures, you're not, are you going to remember? What are you going to remember about them? I'm going to remember that I had to reschedule my hair appointment three times. Probably have to be more because of the quarantine. <laughs> I've not been able to get my hair done. Well, you know, our um, in the next door counter, county to Sevier County is Knox County, Tennessee. And you may have seen on the news that the Knox County mayor is professional wrestler mm -hmm. Glenn Jacobs, mm -hmm. a.k.a. Kane. And I, he came out with a plan the other day uh, for how to reopen different businesses. And he specifically had some guidelines about hair salons. Mm -hmm. And the reason I know that is I took a screenshot of it and sent it to my hairstylist. Oh, because you want your hair done. <laughs> well, I would yeah, normally I would have hadn't gotten a haircut yesterday because mm -hmm. I get it every month, right? Mm -hmm. It seems normal. Once a month is a normal for a haircut. Right. So yesterday would have been my day. So now, um, so now the game, it's game on. Because now from this point forward, <laughs> I am now haircut plus, uh, lack of haircut plus one day. And it's going to probably be another month. It'll probably be mid-May. So you're going to look like a caveman. I hope so. You hope so. No. We'll see what happens. But the, uh, I think the plan that the Knox County mayor came up with for hair salons mm -hmm. was, well, we can reopen starting May 1st, provided you meet these certain guidelines. You can't have the chairs next to each other. Okay. So like to a barber shop where you'd have another chair right here, too close. Right. Well, the place that I go to, the the chairs are all in separate areas, anyways. Yeah, me too. I the place I go has separate little rooms mm -hmm. for each of the people. I like places like that because you feel like you're getting a whole experience rather than just a service. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. All right. So I hope that I don't know if I'll be able to get a haircut on May first, the first day. It'll probably have to wait to my scheduled appointment, which is. A month from yesterday, so and I, I forgot to text you yesterday and wish you a happy Ides of April. I'm glad you did not text me a happy Ides of April. Yesterday was you the Ides of April. You know how I feel about the Ides, Frank. The Ides are fantastic. They are not fantastic. I don't see a problem with the Ides. I well, do. They're. It's just. It just means the middle. Right. So before we get to the Ides of this show, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you give us a quick rundown about what else we got coming up today? <laughs> well. <laughs> When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about Anakista's tower naming contest. Mm -hmm. Dolly Parton, some news that she's got. Dolly is a gift to this show because even though Dolly is. Wood is in hibernation, every Thursday we've got something to talk about with mm -hmm. Dolly because she's been so active and so busy posting on social media and elsewhere that we've yeah. always got something to talk about every Thursday. She's just sprinkling a little bit of inspiration here We and love there. Dolly. She's the best. I know. And then we're going to talk about Tiger King and Sweet Fanny Adams, which they're looking for a new clown character. All right. Well, good, good, good. I'm, I'm excited about all of this stuff. So you're watching Morning in the Mountains on Mountain Fun Life. You can obviously watch us on Facebook Live when we do the show live weekdays at 10 a.m. You've got on uh, Mondays, you'll get the Kira special, I guess, right? Yeah, the Kira special. This week, it was a painting. Next week, I'm going to be making homemade biscuits in my kitchen. So I need to talk more about the hobbies. How you, everyone seems to have a hobby at this place, except for me. <laughs> and then on uh, Tuesdays, <laughs> it's Santa and Mrs. Claus with story time. Wednesdays, like yesterday, was the great entertainment show with Jim Johnson. Today, it's uh, Frank and Kira on Thursdays. And then on Friday, it's Sports in the Smokies with Rich Haley, which he'll find something to talk about because there's no sports, no organized team sports, but there's, you know, Couch Olympics or whatever mm -hmm. you can do in the house. And then, uh, so Facebook Live replays on Roku and on YouTube. And then, of course, the audio is available on all the podcasting platforms. We're back right after this quick break.
watching Morning in the Mountains. My name is Kira Cup, and we have Frank Murphy here with us in the studio. Do I do this now? Yeah. Is that like an Oprah thing? Is that what Oprah does? She kind of used to do that. I don't really remember watching Oprah. Well, she would try to do that, you know, kind of get that big Oprah voice like, uh, it's Kira Cup. Oh, like Frank, she's a wrestling announcer. Oprah, what? Look under your chair. Oh, come on. You're kidding. <laughs> I didn't get you for April Fool's. I thought maybe you'd put an Easter egg under there or something. I'm wearing my, you know, I didn't get to dress up for Easter, so I've now got on my, my, my pink shirt and my fancy Easter egg-looking tie, and you've got on a beautiful dress. I have my New York dress on. You can't see the New York pattern on the bottom, but it's oh, there. Okay. Well, um, you, you did, I mentioned right before the break that you did the painting show this past um, Monday. Monday. And then Rich Haley posted something online about how... Um, Kira and Jim Johnson and Rich Haley are all sharing their hobbies with us on the mm -hmm. shows. I, I, I saw Rich did his um, sky photography hobby. Yeah, that was really cool. And his hiking hobby. And I thought, I was trying to, wanted to make a joke. I, I guess I don't have any hobbies. Sure you do, Frank. But then I thought, I guess I do. I mean, I was think like, I like to do comedy improv, but I get technically get paid literally tens of dollars to do that. And <laughs> <laughs> sometimes dozens, sometimes dozens of dollars. So it's not what tens of dollars. Oh yeah, you don't make you don't get rich doing comedy improv, but we do pass a tip jar at the end of the show. Right. And when you add it all up to the end at the end of the year, it can be in the dozens. You get twenty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but so occasionally we'll get a paid gig on the side somewhere where someone will hire us to do a mm -hmm. show. Those, those are you get a little bit more, but. Um, so that can't really do I count that as a hobby if I take money for it. No. I feel like you can. Okay. Because you I, don't have a set income. You're just getting tips. Right. So that, I love doing comedy improv. If I had to say I had a hobby, that would be number one. Okay. But I also think of it as preparation for every other job. You know, it makes it easier to sit here mm -hmm. and ad lib our conversation. Yeah, your other hobby is talking. <laughs> <laughs> my, my wife would tell you it's more of a life goal. Life just a, yeah, it's my, it's my whole life. But I, I got, must have a hobby. Right, because you, you, you do to. painting and you're going to make biscuits. Yes. And you've got your dog. I do photography. I do. I make videos randomly. See, I think you're a professional photographer, videographer. So I'm going to take that, well, move no. that from the hobby to the job. It's still a hobby, Frank, because I make videos for no money sometimes, like for YouTube. Oh, okay, for yourself. Yeah, like I just made a video over the weekend with my boyfriend where he did my makeup. On his face or your face? On my face. How'd it turn out? Horrible. Oh, so this is not the this is not what he did today. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> no, it was it was pitiful. I, I'm sorry, David, but it was terrible. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see that one. Has it come out yet? Not yet. It'll come out probably this weekend. All right, so that's that's a fun thing. Yeah. But I also think one of the goals in life, and you, when I've spoken to kids at graduation ceremonies or whatever inspirational things, mm -hmm. I say if you can get paid to do your hobby, you will feel like you're not working. Exactly. That is how it feels. Yeah. So that's a good thing if you can find a way to get paid to do your hobby. Like if your hobby is painting houses well, and you want to become a professional house painter, good for you or mm -hmm. whatever it is you like to do. So I'm thinking if I had a hobby, I guess it's I mean, my fig tree, which of course your causes me great pain sometimes. Yeah, you threw your back out cutting it. <sighs> well, actually, technically, I hurt my back spitting out the toothpaste the next morning. But... <laughs> what? <laughs> technically... I, well, I guess I probably aggravated it from doing all the bending and lifting and pulling right. and cutting and things. And then I'm fine till the next day. 
but then I wasn't careful and I bent over to spit out the toothpaste and that's when the pain hit. And that's when I realized I had to go to the doctor. Oh my, you didn't tell me this. Yeah, it was the actual, it was the bending over to spit out the toothpaste. Were you embarrassed about that, Frank? Is that why I didn't hear about this? No, I just <laughs> forgot because I was telling, it was embarrassing enough that, I mean, believe me, the whole thing is, is silly and embarrassing that I injure myself just trying to grow a tree. Well, I'm glad you're doing better. Thank you. I'm fine. Yes, I am doing very well. And my other hobby, I guess, is my swimming pool. Your swimming pool? I, I do. You do a lot of swimming? I love my swimming pool. I, spend, I like to go in there as much as possible, but it's a literal money pit. It's a it hole is. in the ground, and you may as well just pour money into it. Um, and my wife, uh, I, my poor dear, Jerry, if you're watching, I'm going to out you on this one, but she got upset, and, and for good reason, the other day, mm -hmm. because the pool crew comes, and they're like, oh, man, we just think we should just drain it and start over. Oh, goodness. I said, what are you talking about? They said, well, we can put all the chemicals in there, you know, you can put in hundreds of dollars worth of chemicals in there, or we can just drain it, and then you can put hundreds of dollars worth of water in there. Like, oh. So they drained it, and they actually, but they did clean it. They cleaned the sides of it better. You know, they're just standing in there with brooms, cleaning the side of the pool. So this is a giant pool. Well, I mean, it's it, it's a yeah. I mean, I don't know how giant it is. It's not Olympic-sized pool or But it's like one of those big cutout in the yard. It's a rectangle. Okay. Yeah, it's large. It's, oh, I've been filling it since Monday, and it's still not there yet. Are you serious? No, wait, Tuesday. They can't have to come back on Tuesday. So, yeah, we've been filling it now for 48 hours about. So you have it just, the water just faucet turned on. <laughs> and you haven't turned it off at all? Not at all. And it's still 24 filling. hours a day. Oh, my it's a, goodness. It's a hose. It's a garden hose from the front of the house, but it's still pouring water into it. Wow, your, your water bill. I'm sorry. It's going to be huge. But I could, like I said, I, either that or they could have put in hundreds and hundreds of dollars worth of algaecide and other chemicals, mm -hmm. ble bleaches and acids and different things to and try to... those probably aren't good for you. Yeah, eventually they, they filter out and burn off. But yeah, so we went with the fresh, you know, clean start. Mm -hmm. Just scrub the walls. So that's going to cost a lot. And then the guy comes in and goes, oh, your motor on your filter pump is corroded. And that's when my wife lost it. She's, <laughs> she's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? You know, she, to me, she didn't tell the guy. And I'm like, I got to go out back at this. Look, you're going to have to help me out with this. He says, well, I can cut the uh, labor cost of installation because we're already here. I'm like, all right. So then it, I get the bill in the mail yesterday, email. And it's pretty much the, the amount of a stimulus check by coincidence. <laughs> I think that's... Of course it is. Like, oh, man. Gosh. Uh, so swimming pools are awesome, except when you're, except they're like a boat, except you, mm -hmm. can't, you can't leave it. You can't, you can't get rid of it unless you fill it in with dirt, and I don't want to do, do that. that. I mean, Artie and Timmy, they love the pool. Mm -hmm. so the, and I love the pool. I go in it every day, rain or shine. Unless it's lightning, yeah. I will go in the pool. I so go it is worth it for e you. For me, but, I'm the only, but my wife doesn't care. I go in every day because I'm it's... sure she values your happiness. Well... <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Why don't you go out to the pool for a while? Just stay outside the house for a while. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, there you go. So I guess I've got that hobby. Well, Frank, if you want a new hobby... I do. <laughs> it no, can be trying to name the new Anakista Observation Tower. Now... This is, to me, the base of it. Look at the picture here, Kira. The bottom of it, doesn't it remind you a little bit of the sun sphere? You know what? It does. I wonder what it's going to look like when it's finished. I don't know. The sun sphere is the thing in Knoxville from the 1982 World's Fair. Yeah. 
That's a really cool location that they're putting it at, though, because you're going to be able to see so many things in its 360-degree views. Right, it will be the highest point in Gatlinburg. Mm -hmm. And they're actually having a competition right now. If you go to their Instagram page, they're having a Name Our New Observation Tower and Enter to Win contest. What should we call it? Frank and Kira. Frank and Kira. Oh, you mean like, uh, like one word? Yeah, like the uh, the monster. Oh, well, you know what? Anakista, that's a, a Native American word, right? It is. It means, I think, top of the mountain. So why don't we, can you make up something that makes looks official, makes it look um, like Wikipedia or whatever. Okay. And we'll tell them that we should name it after a Frankenkira. And it means, we'll make, let's make up, maybe you can help me with this. We'll make up a fake definition for Frankenkira. Okay. All right. And have it mean something like... Um, like the wind blows north. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> something old and something new. <laughs> that too. Age and beauty. That's what it means. Frankenkira. It means age and beauty. <laughs> and we just make up some nonsense. Or if you can help us out in the comments here on Facebook Live, we'll come up with a fake definition. I like that. How would that. you spell Frankenkira? F-R-A-N-K-E-N-K-I-R-A. Okay, so we'll use E-N. So, okay, instead yeah. of A-N-D. All right, so Frank and Kira, like Frankenstein, but Kira. Yes. And we're going to come up with a fake definition for it, and we'll tell Melanie over at Anakista that we've discovered this ancient, it can be a Native American, well, we may say it's a German word because uh, uh, Gatlinburg's got all that Alpine Village type stuff, you know, like yes. over Gatlinburg. And, or they're staying away from that because those would be in competition with one another. They probably are staying away. Well, we'll come up with some... Uh, they're friendly, though. <laughs> okay. We'll have to come up with some kind of, uh, like, nature term. Yeah, right. this, is a, this is some kind of scientific or natural term that means <laughs> whatever we come up with. Yeah. So if you guys can help us out with the, yes. uh, with the comments, I'd appreciate that. I'll refresh the screen, make sure I'm seeing all the latest comments. <laughs> but the winner of the person who, who uh, determines the name of the observation tower will actually win something. So they'll win two annual tickets to Anakista and I believe a $50 gift card to one of the stores That's at their fantastic. location. That's fantastic. And if they choose Frank and Kira, I will, we will throw in a sticker, a Mountain Fun Life sticker. We will. Right, because I mean, if you, if, I like you guys should all submit Frank and Kira as your ideas. We'll be totally fine with that. Yes, be glad. And happy. if this doesn't work out, now that I, I've got, I'm jonesing now to have something named after us. We really should. We could call this the Frank, Frank and Kira Studio. Yes. We should get a sign, and that, could, that we can totally, well, we can do that on our own, I think. I'm sure Bob would love that. Well, just don't tell him. Just declare it well, to be so. he's going to find out somehow. Well, if we put it on the, on the wall so that it's behind the door when the door's open. Okay. He'll never see it. You're right. All right. And then, <laughs> you know, next to that mirror, under the mirror, we'll yes, put it there on that wall. Yes, this is the perfect place. We'll just put it, this is the, the Frank and Kira studio, and then no one else will, and that'll be fine. Okay. But I, I worked for uh, at radio DJs in a long time ago called uh, Mark and Brian. And they wanted something named after themselves. So they wanted a road, a street named after themselves. Mm -hmm. So somebody, some uh, developer was building a new business park. And there was a little access road going to this business park. And it wasn't, it was like, think about like the road that goes here from our studios down to the parkway. Mm -hmm. Well, they got that named after themselves and called it the Mark and Brian Expressway. And that's it's actually cool. on the maps. You can Google map it. There is such a real, it's a real street. And that's the kind of the goal is you get something permanent that goes onto the map. That is really cool. So, you know, that's, so we, I don't mind having a street named after us. I think that would be fantastic. Mm -hmm. I'd settle for a parking space, really. A parking space? <laughs> well, we could take two, take two parking spaces and we could paint it up and say, this is the, the Frank and Kira Road, Frank I and like Kira that. Street. 
And it's... It's just two parking spaces, and it's where we'll park. Perfect. It's, it's a start. It's a start. It is a start. I mean, I think we can get the Anakista Tower. Something, somebody in Pigeon Forge is, or Gatlinburg or Sevierville could probably help us out. Right. We've got our faces on that van outside. Yes. That kind of, that kind of works. That makes us real. We're I legit. I mean, um, imagine if we could get Dolly or somebody to name like a little thing at Dollywood. You know, there's Red's... All of the pieces at Dollywood, all the different things at Dollywood are named after a lot of people that she you know knows. What? Like Red's Grill. They have all these butterflies that they release in there. I bet they would name a butterfly after us. I bet they would. I bet they would. Uh, you know what? Parrot Mountain. <gasps> we could get the oldest bird and the youngest bird. <laughs> or we could not. <laughs> <laughs> well, what would you have? Like you could be, what, what kind of bird would you want to be? Named after, have a bird named after you. That's a hard question. I like the macaws. You I know, do those like are, the macaws. But we would get, pick different ones, you know, because we're not the same. You and I are so different from one another. You could have, we'll get uh, Fletcher on the phone, yeah. and we'll get, phone, like we ever call anybody. No one calls anybody. We'll send Fletcher a Facebook message. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and say, hey, pick two birds. Uh, it can be new ones if you want. And we're going to name one of them Frank and one of them Kira. What do you think? He'll probably be like, uh. All right, penguins. We get Ripley's on penguins. the phone. <laughs> I think that might work. And we can get two penguins. There was a horse named after me once. Come on. Yeah, Kira. I can't think of anything other than my actual son who's named after me or that's <laughs> named after me. And then there was an apartment complex named after me. Come on. Yeah, my grandparents owned it. They don't anymore, but it was called Kira's Run. So, all right, you're way ahead. You're winning this race. I am winning. All right, let's tell. What's? I kind of got off track a little bit. We're supposed to be talking about uh, what, Sevierville things. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Well, this we can have it in Sevierville. Our street yeah. names, our parrots, all of these things are our Sevierville. Kira County. Cup Parkway. Come on, that's fantastic. Sounds good. Like Dolly Parton Parkway. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, and Greg Tuck, by the way, says is calling it the Frank and Kira Show. I appreciate that. Yes. We'll put that on the plaque. I'll, the plaque will be probably made out of... Gold. Okay. Or something that looks like gold. I was thinking printer paper. That's actually... <laughs> you know what? We can do that, and then we can just color in yellow. Kira, you are a fantastic artist. Thanks. You could paint us Ooh. a sign... I could do that. With a landscape. With, you take you know, the mountains you painted? Mm-hmm. Imagine if it's, you painted on top of that the, you know, Frank and Kira studio, and we hung it on the wall right over there. I'm going to do that. I still have the painting from Monday, and I never put words on it. So so that we could name something after ourselves. Whatever it is you want to name after ourselves, we'll just we'll take that painting and we'll hang it on there, and then no one can touch it. We are so vain. I know. It's comedy, though, <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm, I'm exaggerating it for comedy because it's so ridiculous. It is ridiculous, but I mean, it needs to happen. One time I, uh, was, uh, I was in Burbank and I, I was in a, a restaurant that had all these actors' uh, headshots on the wall. Mm-hmm. And I had just gotten my first headshot ever for this internet radio station. That's a good feeling. This is 20 years ago, right? Okay. And I thought, I, and I went and I signed it to Ribs USA and I brought a stapler. And I, when no one was looking, I stapled it to the wall at, the, at Ribs USA in Burbank, California. Did they leave it there? Do you know? I moved away. I knew I was moving. I knew I was moving to Tennessee, and I thought, I'm going to leave town with something left behind. 
That's hilarious. But Thomas is saying the name of the road should be Frank and Kira Way. I like it. The Frank and Kira Way. That's a good way. That's good. Um, and then Jim, uh, Jim Johnson, our friend who was here yesterday on the show, uh, he's got his pool up and running already. And I know Rich Haley Ooh. has got his pool up and going. So I'm behind the curve on that. I had a kiddie pool until my sister's dog chewed it up. Oh. No, I have a, like a concrete gunite plaster, whatever you call it, all the hard things. Okay. It, it goes it's like down. a fancy one. No, no, it's the pool is very old. I mean, it's the, how, I, it was there when I bought the house. Okay. I'll tell you a little real estate tip. Pools add zero value to a house. Really? So if you have the gumption to maintain a pool, and it's gum, it takes a lot of effort. It's a, a lot of constant work. Every mm -hmm. day I've got to go out there and do something to it. Every day. Um, if you have that in you, that you can care for it, you can, buy, you can buy two identical houses, and one has a pool and one does not have a pool. Do not pay one penny extra for that pool, for the pool house. Because they can't, it's, they'll, they'll sell for the same price. In fact, sometimes the pool house sells for less because everybody knows how much work you have to put in, how much money you have to put into that pool. I think used to, like in the early 2000s, it actually added value to the house, didn't it? Well, I, I, that's when I bought my house was in the early 2000s. Okay. And the pool had probably, the house was at that point, you know, from the late 70s, and the pool had probably been there since the 80s or 90s. Wow. It was, yeah, no, I got a, I got a bargain on that house because <laughs> it had this hole in the ground in the backyard <laughs> anyway um uh, splash country's got pools so that makes us to dolly parton <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to figure out how to segue into dolly parton too but that was beautiful frank good job a frank and kira parkway i like that okay well going down the dolly parton parkway <laughs> yes to get to the frank and kira parkway we've got it can be a, as long as a driveway, as long as we have something. Right. Something that uh, with a permanent sign attached to it, a permanent marker. Exactly. That's all I'm looking for. So what about uh, Dolly? What's the latest? <laughs> well, she's still doing her Good Night with Dolly thing that she's been doing for a couple weeks now. So this will be number three. Tonight this is will be the number third three. One. And tonight she is reading Llama Llama Red Pajama. Aww. Now, this is the one that you'd heard of that I had not. Yes. And the reason why I had heard of this is because uh, there were some rappers who were rapping yeah. the story. So like, llama llama, red pajama, looking for his baby mama. Is that the actual words from the book? I don't, I don't think Because I'm are. trying to picture Dolly reading those words. Yeah. Can well, you they, do a Dolly voice? Well, hello you. All right, now say those words as, as Dolly. Llama llama, red pajama. We're in the mountains. No, I want the baby mama part. That's the oh. part I want. Oh, okay. I don't care okay. about the rest of it. I only care about the baby mama part. Llama llama, red pajama. Looking for his baby mama. <laughs> that's what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's tonight at 7 o'clock yes. on uh, YouTube and all of the other Dollywood yes. or Imagination Library social mm -hmm. media sites. You can go to their website as well. So that's fantastic. Now, last week we had uh, the exciting news that Dollywood had uh, had some eagle yes. eggs ready to hatch. And one of them hatched. Was Grant and Glenda were the parents, right? The nesting pair? I believe pair? so. And one of them, since last Thursday, has hatched. And we're now waiting for yes. egg number two. Well, if you go to their website. So this is the eagles. This is the, um, I think, by the way, the one that I met was called Challenger. Remember last week you put, we found a picture? And that's the famous one that goes and flies at sports stadiums. Yes. So it looks like uh, either Grant or Glenda is sitting on an egg still. And they're, oh, look at the little baby. Can you see that? 
Where do you see the baby? Oh, on the, it was on the right-hand column when you went up. It looked like it may be on their oh, Instagram. Oh, here they are. Is that their Facebook or their Instagram? I think of their Facebook. See, look at that. Oh, my goodness. How cute. Right, hang on a second. We'll load that in for you. So that is eagle number one and egg number two, I guess, or Aww. whatever. It's weird. It's gray. I would have thought it would already be colorful like the, the full-grown eagle. Oh, no, no. You see? Now, look at the... You see the bald eagle, the adult bald eagle? And yes. the body color, that kind of that dark yes. color. Uh, um, I don't know how you would describe it. I guess an immature but grown bald eagle is brown. You wouldn't even know it's a bald eagle unless someone told you. Really? It doesn't grow the white feathers until it's mature. So I it starts no off, yeah, the little eaglet starts out looking like the little fur ball, like a, like a chicken chick, you know, like just think about chickens. Yes. They will change colors and they get different feathers over life, right? Mm-hmm. Well, all birds really. I guess humans kind of do that too. We go from like brown to gray. Hair color wise? Yeah. Oh yeah, when, yeah, when are you finished developing as a human? You could argue. Never. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, I have not yet gone senile. I still have that development to happen. You're not gone senile. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I still have some right. ways to go. So that's good. Where so where are you, what are you looking at? The, um, well, um, there was this one photo I saw earlier. Which on Facebook or on the website? On their website, but I, I don't see it right now. Because you're but, on Facebook. Oh, here, oh, here it is. Okay, this is the photo. So this is Glenda, where she's incubating her egg. Oh, what a, what a lovely bird. Yes, well, I thought she looked kind of angry. So... <laughs> what do you mean she looked angry? That's, that's, the, that's the bald eagle look. That's, they have that... Well, Frank. That's what bald eagles look... <laughs> I thought she looked angry, so I made her into an angry bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she definitely has that, that fierce eye. She does. The I eagle gave her, eye. Yeah, she's got those eyebrows and mustache. <laughs> so that's now she. You, she's actually one of the Angry Birds from that. From uh, that game. The game. Yeah. Have you ever played Angry Birds? No, I have not. Nor have I. It sounds kind of angry. Okay, hey, I've barely played Miss Pac-Man. Last week, uh, yeah. Bob decides we're all going to have a Miss Pac-Man challenge, and I. Yeah, like I thought you would do better. But you, would you think you you would think. <laughs> you would think that I grew up in the era where uh, there were Pac-Man machines everywhere. Yeah. And I mean, that's what I thought until I saw you playing. And then I, I was, was like, too cheap. I would not put a quarter into an uh, arcade game. I was too cheap to spend even a quarter. Wow. Yeah. I bought all sorts of crap that I regret. I mean, if I could go back and tell, you know, high school Frank, don't join the literary guild and the Book of the Month Club and the Mystery Guild, because you're not going to read all these books that you're buying every month. You're not <laughs> going to read them all. Stop it. You, you hear that, people who like to read? Well, I bought too many. You bought too many. They were coming by the mail. I was just every month you get more of these books. I had these, I had uh, huge bookcases full of these things I would buy, and I couldn't read them all. There's, the, there's no time in, in the day, and I would buy. I mean, there's just so much junk that I bought uh, throughout my lifetime. But I, would, I was too cheap to put even a quarter into a video game. I thought that was a waste of money. <laughs> well, I guess back then, you know, inflation didn't happen as much. So maybe the quarter was worth more? Oh, no. We had a lot of inflation back in those days. In fact, yeah. when I was a kid, there was a president who had a, a campaign called Whip Inflation Now. <laughs> That's how bad it was. 
Uh, imagine if that was the campaign now. Oh, man. I feel like now it would be kicking the virus to the curb or something. Yeah, yeah. But he picked whip inflation now so he could have a W-I-N win button. Oh. Huh. That's what they did. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Clever. So, and because of the virus, you're right. I mean, the, the prices are all weird and fluctuating. Gas prices are down, but you can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, egg prices are up because now people are hoarding eggs. Yeah. They're hoarding eggs? Well, they're buying up a lot of eggs. Because you can eat them. Well, there's a lot of other things you can eat, too. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a vegetarian. It's easy for you to say. That's, yeah. You know, right. but think about, suppose there was a run on broccoli, and everyone decided, oh, we have to eat raw broccoli. Oh, don't they dare take my broccoli. Or, or better yet, something with antioxidant uh, qualities like blueberries. What mm-hmm. if everyone realizes that blueberries are good for your health, and they are, and that antioxidants help your immune system, which they do, and all of a sudden, everyone realizes in the whole world at the same time that we got to eat up all the blueberries. Well, the price would go up. Just think about all the dough, all the supermarket people are rolling in right now. All the, the money yeah. that they're making. Well, uh, <laughs> Jeff Bezos from Amazon.com made another billion dollars. His net value went up because so many people are shopping on Amazon, which is to me unfair. Like, I mean, I, Kohl's. Let me, use, mm-hmm. let me throw out Kohl's as just a clothing store as an example. I think it's closed. I don't think you can go to Kohl's. Mm-hmm. And the reason I mention it is literally everything I'm wearing, the shirt, the tie, and the jacket are all, I bought them there because, mm-hmm. you know, my wife has Kohl's cash. So I can't go buy another this because the store's closed, but I could buy it on Amazon. So Amazon right. gets rich, and my friends who work at the local Kohl's are out of work. That is sad. Yeah. It makes you wonder, like, what other things are going to happen once the economy does open back up? Like, what kind of changes are we going to see? Well, that's what they keep talking about. They said, remember, we're, we're, we're going to have the new normal. And this is, I mean, you could argue this. There's been people throughout the course of certainly the, the last 20 years who've argued that we have to have a fundamental change in America. Mm-hmm. You know, they, everything's got, everything that is needs to be changed. And that you can apply that to scientific uh, learning. You can apply it to people with whatever your views are. Mm-hmm. You know, either you're satisfied with the way things are or you want them to be different. So things are certainly going to be different. Right. Like you told me a couple weeks ago that you think people will stop shaking hands. I got that from Dr. either Dr. Oz or Dr. Gupta or mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci. One of those guys said it on TV. That's, that handshakes are done. We're done with handshakes. I'm okay with that. I don't like shaking hands. I feel weird when I shake somebody's hand because they're judging me based on how firm my grip is. So I feel like I have to like squeeze their hand until it breaks. Well, I mean, that, that goes back to ancient times when mm-hmm. you were showing your rival that you were unarmed. It was a show of trust. Like, I don't have a knife in my hand. I'm not going to stab you. In fact, here's my hand. But see, now instead of knives, we use social media and that's how we stab each other. So how are you going to show that? That's a good point, Kira. But I mean, some people, you know, if your love language is touch, and you, it's very lonely when, when no one mm. will shake your hand or give you a hug. Or... But what about for the people who don't like to be touched? Well, their love language would be something else. Theirs would be affirmation or gifts or whatever. But like what I'm saying is like the person whose love language is to touch people, so like they want to go shake their hand. But well, what if you're somebody who doesn't like to touch people, so you don't want to shake their hand? Well, then generally speaking, both. it's the other way around. If, you're, if touch is your love language, you like it when people give you a hug or shake, oh. come, come to you and embrace you. You wouldn't force yourself on someone. That would be socially unacceptable. Okay. You know, I mean, if you're, if you're a kind of person who goes around hugging strangers, there's something wrong with you. There is. <laughs> and there are people like that. I know plenty of them. But, you know, the, yeah, the, you should, it's, it's different. It's got to be a, a two-way street there. You got to 
you know, like I'm not a very huggy person. I'm not either. Like, not with random people. Yeah. So I, it makes sense. Yes. All right. Now, we watched, um, let's cut over to uh, Tiger King real quick, because <laughs> we watched some of the Tiger King, and they're in there hugging on the tigers, and we saw all sorts of weirdness happening on that show. Maybe we could get some tigers named after us. That'd be cool. Yeah. I feel like Kira would be a cute name for a tiger. I feel like Kira already is a name for a tiger. It probably is. <laughs> I feel like, there not there a tiger, or am I thinking of Shakira, the singer? Are you named after her? Hips no, don't I'm not. Lie. Actually, I'm named, my sister, when she was three years old, named me. She wanted to name me Kira Jr. Because? Just because that's what she came who's, up with. Well, what about who's Kira Sr.? Well, <laughs> the thing is, my parents were like, oh, we can't name her Kira Jr. She's a girl. So instead, they named me Kira Michael after my dad. Oh. I didn't realize that's what the M stood for. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think we could have a tiger named after you somewhere. We just got to find a crazy tiger person here in Sevier County. Right. Oh, yeah. And actually, there is somebody here in Sevier County. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doc Antle, who's on the show Tiger King, actually owns property in Sevierville. Now, I read a couple of weeks ago that he also owned, uh, had owned at some point property in Middle Tennessee. Really? And there were even some plans for him to open up a tiger, I don't even know what to call it. It's a tourist trap. Mm -hmm. Where you go and you look at tigers and watch them get fed. And you pay like, like $300 for a photo with the tigers. Is it really that much? $300? It's, it's, it's expensive. I don't Sheesh. know the exact number. Well, and the show Tiger King on Netflix, which I need a new, I need a new binge, by the way. So maybe in the after show podcast, you can help me find new, a new Netflix binge. Mm -hmm. But um, he has his place in Myrtle Beach. Right. Right. And then Joe Exotic was in Oklahoma. And Carol Baskin was in Florida. This is right. me doing my three-dimensional map of the United States, by the way. So Florida's <laughs> over here. <laughs> this is Florida. And this is Myrtle Beach. And this is Oklahoma. <laughs> um, so he has a tourist attraction in Myrtle Beach. Mm -hmm. And it would make total sense to me if you are, like, look at Dolly. What does she have in Myrtle Beach? The Pirates uh, thing, right? Yeah, she does. So where else does she have those? Probably in Florida. Pigeon, yeah, Orlando. Pigeon Floor, Pigeon Forge, and Branson, right? Where's Branson? That's the Ozarks. Where? Uh, Mississippi, Missouri, oh, okay. uh, Missouri, <laughs> uh, Arkansas border. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's Southern Missouri, Branson, Missouri. It's like Pigeon Forge, uh, in a way, because okay. you have a lot of. There's a, a Silver Dollar City, which is similar to Dollywood. There's uh, a lot of um, celebrity shows. You know, you could, there's probably like a Motown show and a. Okay, there's probably some Paula Deen stuff, too. Possibly, yeah. So anyway, the Branson, uh, a lot of people think that Pigeon Forge is trying to be more like Branson. Mm -hmm. But Branson's known mainly for these shows, like people like the late Andy Williams, when he, in the late of, end of his career, would go open up a theater in Branson and would do breakfast shows. He'd come out at 11 in the morning and people, old folks would drive up and, and pay to see these folks from their youth mm -hmm. do one last show at you know breakfast, lunch, and dinner—that's what you do. You go three shows a day. That actually sounds fun to go during breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Never heard of a breakfast show. Now, whereas Pigeon Forge is more into the zip lining, go karts. Yes. Because we get more natural beauty in right. Pigeon Forge Adventure, and adventure. Go outside. In Branson, I mean, you could go to the Lake of the Ozarks, I mm -hmm. guess, but that's not well, right in Branson. Well, whenever you think of Pigeon Forge being that way, it makes sense why they would consider putting a uh, 
a tiger property here. Yeah. Because it would so, do well. So I think all Doc Gantle did is he bought some land in Sevierville, and that's all. It's just nothing's happened to it. Right. But I, I bet he was originally planning to probably... If you're speculating, that's why I guess my point yeah, is. That's what I'm if, if you're If you've gotten a successful tourist attraction mm-hmm. in one of those cities, you know who did this? Titanic. They did. They had a, a successful Titanic in Branson. And what did they do? They bought land and built another one in Pigeon mm-hmm. Forge. They've, isn't that just a, a franchise? No, it's just Mary and John. They, just, mm-hmm. they have two. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're obsessed with Titanic, so they... They have two of them, and then she liked it here better. Yeah. <laughs> so she moved. I like the Titanic Museum because I like how the, the architecture is, how it actually looks like the, the boat. <clears throat> oh, outside. yeah, they did a remarkable job. It's so cool I guess that's it. what I'm saying is I think Tiger Guy, Doc Antle, might have purchased land in Sevier County hoping that maybe someday right. he could make something with it. But That's what I'm thinking. With all the negative publicity that they've all gotten, I mean, think about this. Every character... Mm-hmm. on the show Tiger King is a villain. Every right. one of them. There's no heroes in that no. show. There's no good guys in that show. They're all bad guys. Mm-hmm. And it makes, it makes you kind of not want to go to their their sanctuaries or whatever you call them. I know. Them. I don't want to go. I don't. Yeah, like but, I almost went to the one in Myrtle Beach that Doc Antle owns. Yeah. But uh, we ended up not going for some reason. But I think I'm a hypocrite because when I go to Myrtle Beach, I love there's a gator world or gator something. Mm-hmm. Have you been to that? I have not. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> it's just as bad, I'm sure, as the Tiger Place, because these guys, who look like they could have worked for Joe Exotic, come out there holding chickens, and it's like super, they're dead. You know, they're, they're the kind of chicken that you would cook. Oh. So you see, but you recognize it because it looks like a chicken, right? And they walk out on this little gangplank, and they wave it a little bit, and then they throw it, and the alligators all go, Argh! and they throw more. And, we're, and my son and I are there going, oh, this was totally worth the price of admission. You like that? <laughs> well, they're alligators. Ooh. They're getting fed. All right. You and I love watching the penguins yes. get fed yes. on the live penguin cam from Ripley's Aquarium at okay, the Swinkies. Okay, we do, yeah. So what's the difference between feeding a dead fish to a penguin versus a dead chicken to an alligator? What's the difference? I have more of a connection with chickens. All right, well then feed the alligators fish. <laughs> okay. What's, I mean, the alligator eat the fish. What do you, like you go to SeaWorld. They used to, I don't know if they still have SeaWorld anymore. But suppose you go and they hold a fish out there or whatever it is and mm-hmm. the dolphin jumps up and eats it. That's cool, right? Kinda. I mean, it still disturbs me a little bit as a vegetarian. But well, but how then? How do you look at? A, could you watch a nature show on oh, National gosh, Geographic? No. Oh, I can't handle that. I mean, I love the cinematography; it's beautiful. So, because you know, if you flip by a natural a, a Discovery Channel, National Geographic, um, what's the show on PBS, Nature, mm-hmm. and you see a zebra walking through the veldt, you're pretty sure. What's going to happen before this is over? Yeah, because they keep showing the zebra, then they show the tiger that's watching it. Right. They don't just give us footage of the antelope walking peacefully across the plains. No. No. You're waiting for the conflict, for the drama. Mm -hmm. So what's wrong with that? It's sad. Because I imagine myself to be the animal who's about to be eaten. What? As opposed to the the tiger, the, the lioness who's feeding her family? Yes. 
She could be a vegetarian, probably. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, plenty, no plenty they of die. No, oh, no. If if lions suddenly were vegetarians, they would just die. Are you sure? That the, could you show me ever in the history of lions or tigers one that eats vegetables? I'm sure it exists. No, they just eat meat. That's what they eat. Everything about That's them sad. is evolved to eat meat. Their mouth, their claws, their digestive system, everything about them. It's so sad. Like, I think of my poor little scullywag, my dog. Who I should be eating nothing but meat, given if he were to go back to his wolf roots. He does. But <laughs> I imagine him, like, if he's outside and I get worried that, like, a coyote or something would come snatch him up, I think about his poor little sweet self just getting taken away. He's it, pretty big to get eaten by a coyote, right? Yes, but it could happen. Right, but coyotes are, if, you, if, you're, a, if you're a coyote and you're in Kira's neighborhood, are you going to eat the little kitten, the chihuahua, or scullywag? I guess the chihuahua. Exactly. Nobody likes chihuahuas. Well, <laughs> on Taco <laughs> Tuesday, they're delicious. <laughs> there used to be a chihuahua who was the mascot for Taco Bell. Oh, okay. Voiced by Carlos Alice Rocky. Actually, I think I remember that. Yeah, you'll get on Taco Bell. And they just got rid of him. Well, they, things change. Mascots yeah. go away. Yeah. You know, like Tony the Tiger. It's great. Voiced Aww. by Thurl Ravenscroft. And the Kool-Aid Man. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so these things, they expire after a while. Now, uh, we're talking about characters real quick, and I want to wrap up. We, we have, <laughs> we, we've gotten so far... <laughs> gone on this show. Uh, Chris McPherson, who we've interviewed here on the show, he and his sister Jennifer inherited, if you will, Sweet Fanny Adams Theater from mm -hmm. their parents and are keeping it going. Well, Chris was an actual circus clown with Ringling Brothers. That's cool. For a while. Well, you know, and then when dad passed, he came back and stars in and runs the show mm -hmm. there at Sweet Fanny Adams. So he's got a clown character named Ollie. And in this time of, of quarantine, Chris is bored, therefore Ollie is bored, therefore he's making these movies for Facebook that look like um, 1920s silent films. Mm -hmm. So they're sepia-toned, and he's got the piano, silent movie piano music going. And in the one that I saw, Ollie was painting a picture. And it went on and on and on until finally the camera comes around and you see that Ollie has painted a naughty picture. <laughs> and he's embarrassed. So Chris posted on Facebook last night that he's looking for, let's see if you can pull this up uh, for me, Hannah. Chris is now looking for new ideas for what would we like to see Ollie do. So Ollie's a clown, and he's not, you know, he's not all decked out in the full white-faced clown. Mm -hmm. You still recognize that it's Chris, but he's got a clown nose on. Okay. So he doesn't have any makeup on but a nose. No, he's got some little bit of clown makeup on. I mean, I would have to pull up a picture to have you actually see it. But the point is, if you have a clown character in Gatlinburg, mm -hmm. what would you like to see a Gatlinburg clown do during the time of quarantine? Well, I feel like a Gatlinburg clown during the, the time of quarantine would be interesting to see him wrangling a stuffed tiger, like a stuffed animal tiger. This is good. Yeah. Yeah. He can be playing with stuffed animals. That'd be lovely. Right. I mean, I don't know if he can walk up and down the deserted streets. That'd be kind of sad clown. That would be sad clown. Can he go for, he go for a nature hike? He could. Uh, Tim Coleman, who also works at Sweet Fanny, said he'd like to see the clown eat mayonnaise. And I assume that's some kind of inside joke. Mayonnaise. Because some people find mayonnaise to be disgusting. It's 
Eating it alone? Yes. <laughs> I always do that to gross out my sisters. When my sisters got me mad when I was a kid, I would take, I would just eat a spoonful of mayonnaise in front of them, and go, and they would get grossed out and run away. Ew. Are you okay? Oh, it's just food. Mayonnaise is just a, a condiment. You, if you can't eat mayonnaise on a spoon, then why would you can't eat ketchup on a spoon? You can't eat mustard on a spoon. Then why put it on your food at all? It's just. I mean, if you think about it, I make tuna salad with a mayonnaise and a can of tuna fish and an apple chopped up. I mean, you're eating mayonnaise. But all the things complement each other. Right, but if, they, if they're not good on their own, why would they be good together? Like, I'll eat the apple, I can eat the tuna plain, or I can eat the mayonnaise plain. I'm not saying I'm going to eat a whole jar of mayonnaise, but one spoonful. Do you eat spoonfuls of salt? No, I don't, no. I mean, I could. I maybe eat spoonfuls of want... sugar? Yeah, I used to. <laughs> I definitely used to. Oh, man, that was good. Those are the days. Well, Frank, I'm getting hungry. We better wrap up this show. Spoonfuls of honey? That does sound good. I actually have eaten that. Okay. So uh, I guess we're all... Thank you so much for all the comments. Julie Gibson, a Titanic fan. Um, and those of you, many more comments you can see on the Facebook Live feed from those who have participated on the show today. So thank you so much for doing that. Uh, we got to come up with something for next Thursday's show you because do. everything's still going to be closed in and around the Smoky Mountains. So if you got some ideas, we do scour the local area. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Sevierville is doing a um, Severe Strong. Was it the hashtag for them? I think Severe Hope. That's what it was. Thank you. I, I sent it to you last night and I forgot what it was. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's also the 75th anniversary of Gatlinburg. That is coming up this May, maybe, something like that? I believe so. And they've already got the banners out in Gatlinburg. So that's something we'll talk about next week, is Gatlinburg's upcoming 75th anniversary, which goes back to 1945. Ripley's, believe it or not, having their 50th anniversary in Gatlinburg, which is also fantastic. And then after the show, like after this show that you're currently watching, Frank's going to go into the audio room, and he's going to do an after-show podcast that you can watch here on Facebook. Hey, here's a comment for you, Hannah. Uh, Mary Jane Russell McGee says, she, like a different background behind me. <laughs> She's getting carsick. Carsick. <laughs> <laughs> so that, not for today. We'll worry about it for next week. But the green moving background behind me. Was, yeah, I guess it looks very, today on the news, we could probably have something a little more pleasant, a little less uh, viral. You know, it looks, like, it looks like you could be looking at mucus or some kind of grossness yeah. back there. Mucus. Well, we have all those nice mountainscapes that we used all last year. That's true. We'll put something like that up. All right. Well, thank you for another good show, Kira. I could talk to you all day. Thank you, Frank. Me too. So now I'm going to go into a room and talk by myself. You are. And then at 2 p.m., I'm going to go into a room and talk by myself. Why 2 p.m.? Because that's after my lunch. Oh. (laughs) I might be home by then. I I can watch you. (laughs) Yeah, you can. All right. Because last week, you helped me out. You watched when I was doing the uh, after show podcast, Mm -hmm. and you helped me out with some things like, like by commenting and feeding information to me. Yep. That was nice. All right. Well, that's what we need. I need lots of comments during that after show podcast because otherwise you're just going to hear me spout off about whatever I want to talk about instead of whatever you want to talk about. So <laughs> so let's uh, let's get those comments coming in uh, after I take a quick break and we'll... Um, i got to go in the other room. It takes about 10, 15 minutes to get all that set up. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll well, tomorrow you. it's Rich Haley. Uh, Monday, uh, I don't know what you're doing on Monday, are you? Um, bacon biscuits. That's right, you told me. Tuesday, it's Santa and Mrs. Claus. Wednesday, it's Jim Johnson and James. What's James' last name? I'm not sure. Okay. I forgot. <laughs> Gilly? Gally, Something like, like that. that. Uh, and then next Thursday, you and I are back for another exciting episode of the Frank and Kira Way. 
the Frankenkara Street, the Frankenkara Tower right. at Anakista, Frankenkara. That's what we're going to go for. All right. So thanks again, Kira Cup. Thank you, Frank Murphy. And we'll talk to you soon on Mountain Fun Life.